Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. This is a podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I'm your host, Rems Mabote. South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances dropped? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabot. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. An American proverb goes, modesty is like the snow. When it melts, it is gone forever. And the problem with immodesty is that it can upset those on the receiving end of it. And if they're really miffed, it can turn very wrong, even fatal. A recent example of this is a time when a fellow claimed that he was the son of God. His own people were not chuffed. They nailed him to a cross, I mean literally, and mocked him before they killed him. Jesus Christ, those Jewish folk were cruel, right? Right here on our shores, a football star called Kaiser Mutaung went to the U.S. to play briefly for a modest club there. On his return, he told his old club he wanted to form his team, named after the U.S. journeyman. <laughs> he was excommunicated, and to this day, members of Orlando Pirates want nothing to do with his new club. In fairness to Jesus and Mutaung, the immodesty bred two religions. Christianity and Kaiser Chiefs. Both controversial yet very popular, sometimes to a fault. Seven years ago, the National Assembly, led by the ruling African National Congress, selected a completely unknown and clearly unfancied woman, Busisiwe Mkobani, to become the country's fourth public protector. Amid opposition from some in parliament, Mkwewani prevailed and was duly appointed to the office of the public protector, once occupied by her larger-than-life predecessor, Tulima Tonsela, and previously two men who disappeared into oblivion. Like with Mary the mother of Christ claiming immaculate conception, many among us gave the ANC the benefit of the doubt and accepted Mkwewani amongst us. What could go wrong, we thought? Plenty. We were to find out. Soon, Mkwebane, who was in the beginning soft-spoken and appeared shy, threw modesty out of the window. First, she wanted to change the constitution. It did not matter that it was outside her mandate. She did not come to this world to live it the same way she found it. Besides, like Jesus, 
she was not going to legitimize the work of false prophets of old like Nelson Mandela. It did not matter that the president to whom she reports, Cyril Ramaphosa, is the same guy who handed over the Finnish constitution to Madiba. From here, like Jesus Christ, Mkwebani was on a roll. Where the former broke every rule, including allowing a lady of the night to wash his feet with oil, no doubt procured from the proceeds of her nocturnal efforts, and then wiping his feet with hair. Well, it is tried that the Middle East is desert land. And, and because of scarcity of public transport then, Jesus and everyone there found themselves walking the dusty streets of Bethlehem for long distances. Feet were bound to be dirty and probably smelly. But this is hardly a reason to fraternize with a harlot, at least not publicly. Mkwebani clearly read too much of the Bible. Besides, she did say upon her appointment that hers was an appointment anointed by God. She started sleeping with the enemy. In her case, the faction that was opposed to the incumbents. This was no different from that mistake the Son of Man committed with the flirtatious lady. Mkwebani questioned the funding Ramaphosa got to ascend to the high office of the ANC. How different is that from breaking the casino as Jesus did? Not different at all, if you ask me. In fact, even if you don't ask me. Call yourself the son of man all you want, even if you try to amend the constitution. But do not, and just do not touch any man and his money. Jesus can only thank his gods that there was no constitutional court those days. Otherwise, the Jewish casino lords would have taken the stepson of Joseph to court and had him arraigned, although they had the last laugh later on. Mkwebane was not that lucky. She was taken to court for overstepping her mandate, and she lost. And worse still, as Mkwebane and her friends always claim, our apex court is captured by Ramaphosa. She was always going to lose. Her alleged poor interpretation of the law was simply secondary. And soon, she made losing cases against government fashionable. Every time her ruling against government was challenged, she would lose with costs. But every time she lost, the more she got emboldened. Her sights were set on Ramaphosa. Even when she was facing suspension from him, she still went for his Palapala case, where the man they call Cupcake was reported to have illegally kept large sums of foreign money in his manger. But now it was clear she was trying to take the Angole bull by its horns. She lost again, and she was suspended. This was the final straw that broke the Ankole Bull's back, much akin to that fateful day that Jesus broke the casino that was going on in church. It is one thing to claim you are the Son of God, but do not interfere in bookmakers' work. It is really upsetting. Unlike Jesus Christ, it would seem God had by now forsaken Mkwebane, however much she cried, Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani. Like Christ, she had the elders meet to decide her fate. 
like Christ, she lost. It was execution time. But like Christ, Mkwebani, there are those who were willing to take the cross for her. The committee once more was in contempt of court when it proceeded to work while advocate Mkwebani was not legally represented by lawyers of her choice. The process was unjustifiably rushed. The changing method for advocate Mkwebani from oral to written testimony is an example of how eager the ruling party wanted to finish this before her term ends so that it gets to this point of removing her. Vuyo Zungula, leader of the African transformation movement, had no joy at all. And so the elders congregated in parliament this week and delivered the sentence emphatically. Order, honorable members. The results of the division is as follows. Yes, 318. Noes, 43. Abstention, 1. The question is agreed to, and Advocate Bim Kwebane is accordingly removed from the Office of the Public Protector, according to the recommendation of this House. And that's how the daughter of God's cookie crumbled. No, silly, that's a figure of speech, not a profanity. That did not come as a shock, though. Not even to her. What would have clearly left her shaken is how she felt abandoned by her former allies. First, it was a former top leader of what was known as the Premier League, those champions of radical economic transformation. Maumabelo, S-O-R. Yes. This is the same Supra Mahumapelo who only a few years ago publicly put his head on the block from Kwevan. Personally, as Supra Mahumapelo, the member of parliament, I see no reason to remove uh, the current public protector. She's doing a marvelous job. Ooh, the Superman is showing his colors. On Monday, Mahumapelo, like Simon Peter, did Christ denied Mukwebani before the speaker's gavel was banged thrice. And then... Zwane MJ. I vote yes. A man who one day, soon, faces a similar prospect as Mukweban. The die was cast. The economic freedom fighters, the only party with numbers, was never going to be enough to save her. Worse still, it's self-styled Commander-in-Chief was not in the room. He himself was facing a trial in the Eastern Cape. And when it came to the leader of the waning Congress of the People, Musiwa Teralekota, he pulled the Pontius Pilate and washed his hands. Lekota, Lekota, uh, abstain. MTP. Uh, abstain. Uh, abstain. The biblical times are upon us. To which EFF's court jester, Dr. Mbuiselun Lozi, rightfully responded. What is the point of order? Speaker, uh, I want to call a point of order, but who is he leading? Ah, man, that's not a point of order. Who is he leading? 
Umahamba yetwa. He is indeed Umahamba yetwa. Even his own COP members don't tow party line. While some votes were unexpected and others shocking, the most dramatic yet expected was that of Public Enterprises Minister Pravin Gordon. To say this man was at the center of Mkhwebane's venom over the years would be an understatement. It follows that he would not have any quarter for her. Between them, there is no love lost. Gordon who has recently missed several cabinet committee meetings citing ill health, got out of his sick bed to cast his clear vote. Godan PJ. Absolutely yes. Not by any stretch of the imagination is the fight over. Like Jesus Christ, expect Mkwebane to kick open her grave door and ascend to the highest court to put up one last fight. Unlike Jesus Christ, she is unlikely to end up on the right hand of the Lord. Sorry, the court. Unlike Jesus Christ, she's not going to walk on water. One thing is clear though. Once again, lack of modesty got someone killed. Rightly or wrongly, you be the judge. Thanks for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments by email on Rams at ramsmavote.com let me know what you think of the podcast feel free to cast your vote about whether or not Mkwebane should be impeached download the My Sorting app and listen to more of my podcasts follow us on X ha, 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 at Rams by the Horns and at Sorting Live from me Rams Mavote I vote yes and I say goodbye and God bless